We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, we're discussing finances around the holidays right now. Mike is very good at accounting, even though Kevin claims to be the most uh, the most accounting uh, when it comes to that. The so, most homes? Most accounting. Mm, okay. Yeah, he thinks he knows the most. Yesterday, Mike... Uh, Mike's- it's amazing that Kevin said he wants to uh, further his family to have more kids, and then he took a day off to yeah. try to have more kids. That's uh, That's the theory that's been floated out there amongst some people. Reginald. Okay. Good to have you here with us today, Reggie. 877-881-1053. Send Reggie your favorite uh, memory of him because he loves to hear about himself a lot. Actually, I I will say this, Reggie. I don't know how you're going to incorporate it this year. Every year, I look forward to working with Reggie because the music he plays, the Christmas music that he plays, like for intro songs and stuff like that, are the best. He has the he has the list. I actually ask him. I'm like, hey, what's this one? Hey, what's this one? And then I made a little playlist because I got tired of listening to the same like Kelly Clarkson album uh, over and over that my wife makes me listen to. And so I always appreciated that about Reggie. He knows some good music. Thanks. Time now for the C block where I have a question. Okay, Mike, what happened? Why does nobody throw the Barry Zito curveball? And I have a lot of other yeah. questions here too. That pitch was insanely stupid. Uh, it looked too easy to hit, yeah. And but that guy executed it for a few years like nobody else. I hit could. against him. He threw me the Barry Zito curveball. Do, what, okay, like does it look like you can hit it, or are you like, oh, oh that's how? Yeah, I'm... because everything closer to your eyes looks good. Okay, <laughs> so oh, and you're a lefty hitter. Is lefty on lefty? Okay. Obviously, it's coming at me and then breaking away. And and that is a different look. That's why lefty on lefty, some people that may may not follow baseball that much or played baseball are like, hey, how come righty on righty doesn't bug a right-handed hitter as much as lefty on lefty does? Well, because 75% of pitchers are right-handed. And so when you're growing up, whether it's grade school, high school, even college, if you're left-handed, three-fourths of your bats for the mo- most part – are against where the ball is away from you and coming towards you. Yeah. And so the ball feels far away coming towards you. And then when you get a lefty throwing, the ball is at you and you have to hang in there and let the ball travel away from you. As a right-hander, they're so used to seeing the ball starting at them and then going away from them that you just get used to that because you've, you've seen hundreds upon hundreds of pitchers and pitches that do that. So lefty on lefty... When that curveball, Barry Zito curveball, is thrown, it's head level. And it stays head level for a while. So you kind of want to bail out. Your first, and I'm not a true hitter, as in what I mean by that is I'm not hitting every day like an everyday hitter. I'm yeah. hitting once every five days. And now you don't Did have you to Did you ever look at a scouting report when you went up to hit? Okay. Not really. <laughs> you, you just, you have an idea yeah. on, on what they do. But really your job is you're hoping 
that there's runners on base with less than two outs and that you can move them over. That okay. you can get them in scoring position for your leadoff hitter uh, to knock them in. Is that it's not – you see it early and you're like, oh, I can hit this. But then the ball keeps going down and down. Like it's just going down more than all the other curveballs that you see. And it just has such a big break – uh, that you're just like, dang, that ball broke more than I'm used to any other person's ball breaking, even though you see it better because it's slower and it's at eye level for a longer time maybe, is you're just like the ball's just breaking so much. It's tough to, in a weird way, and, and hitting coaches might say I'm saying this wrong, honestly, it's tough to get underneath that ball because the ball's breaking down. You know, trying to get on top of a curve ball. I would think, well, you're going to miss over the top of it because it's breaking down more. So you got to, you're trying to really see scoop underneath where it. is the oh, ball wow. going to get to? Because if I'm trying to hit on top of this ball and the ball's moving down at such an angle, I'm just going to hit at best the top of the baseball and hit the ball directly somewhat into the ground and get like a really soft ground ball where with a curve ball, not that you're trying to get underneath it, but you got to go, well, I see it. I know where it's going. The ball's going to be here when I'm hitting the ball. So for Barry Zito, here's one of the reasons that not many people throw that. Because Clayton Kershaw does it occasionally. Okay. Clayton Kershaw's curveball is fantastic, yes. too, but he mixes his it's, change it's a, up It's more of a rare so well. pitch, right? Yeah. Where Zito, that was kind of his out pitch. That's what he went to a lot, where Kershaw has multiple things that he goes to. Is, first of all, it's tough to throw that pitch for a strike because it has such a big break. To get the ball into the strike zone where you want it is going to be tougher. Not impossible, but tougher. The other thing, most coaches, and I believe this to be true, will tell you umpires have a very tough time calling that pitch for a strike. So if the hitter takes it. Like historically or Historically, recently? and okay. I also think recently. Okay. Because the, the also the umpire is not going to see that ball a lot too. So he has to adjust to, was that ball too high? And you're like, well, hey, it broke into the zone mm -hmm. late. And they're like, no, no, no. I saw it as shoulder level to to the hitter when it was crossing the – by the time the catcher caught it, yeah, he caught it right below his chin. But that ball was really high. Well, what if the catcher catches it and it doesn't bounce, but it's close to bouncing? The catcher is actually catching it just like, let's say, six inches off the ground. Now the umpire's like, man, I can't call that a strike. The ball almost hit the dirt. Like the, the catcher is almost taking the ball from – off the ground, and I know the catchers are taught to work from the ground up and pull the ball up, but still, the umpire should be able to see when the ball almost hits the ground and the guy pulling it up a foot to try to make it look like a strike. So now, which one are you saying, umpire? Because if you're telling me that it's not a strike because it was too high, then when I throw it and the ball's a little bit too low, you're saying it's too low. And that ball is breaking maybe two feet near the hitting zone. And so a lot of times coaches will say, we don't love that one because it's breaking so much that we really have to get swings and misses because umpires don't really like calling that pitch a strike. And the one that they like calling a strike is more of a hanging breaking ball than a good breaking ball. Like Nolan, Nolan's was nothing like that, but he had an effective, so yeah, he threw everything hard. And you, we talk about like pitchers now are throwing their off-speed pitches at all, like four miles an hour less than what they're their actual fastball is or well, something like that. That's another one is change-ups. Is sometimes change-ups you really want to have at least eight miles an hour difference off your fastball. <clears throat> some guys could take 15 miles an hour off. Some guys only five miles an hour like off. Maddox 
was he kind of? I played with a guy. I know this isn't a great example. Chris Hammond. Uh, we called it the parachute change, and it was because he could take like 15 to 17 miles an hour off. He really, what we call choking the baseball, is you really get the ball way back in your palm. Okay. Almost like trying to choke something. Like you really got to get, you know, your your grip where you're getting into it. Because if you're trying to choke something with your fingertips, it's not like, going to yeah, work right. as well. Yeah. Where a lot of times fastballs, you want the ball coming off your fingertips. He would throw this change up where he would really get it way in the back of his palm. And when he would hit, his front foot would hit really hard. He'd want to slap his foot really hard on the ground. And it would, like, generate less energy into the ball because he's, like, generating all this energy into his front foot. And then the ball would lose a lot of the energy that it would have getting to the plate. So he could throw 90 and then throw a changeup 70. Parachute. That's interesting. Yeah. It looks like it's just kind of floating in. Yeah, and the hitter would be like, man, there's so much being taken off of that pitch. It's very tough. But for guys like Zach Grinky didn't take a lot off of his changeup. Great pitcher, maybe a Hall of Famer, but he had such great movement. Dane Dunning at times runs into issues. He'll only take five miles an hour off of his changeup, and it's by accident. He probably wants to take more off. But he's got to get better movement. You can throw a changeup. If you want to throw the ball 90 and a changeup 85, you can. But that bastard better break. Because if it's not moving and it's just five miles an hour off your fastball, you didn't fool the hitter enough for him to not barrel that sucker up. So that's why you really want, if I'm throwing 90 and I'm throwing, you know, what sometimes you'll hear a straight change, uh-huh. where you're kind of guys will throw four seam changeups that don't move that much. You gotta fool him by velocity. You can't. You gotta fool him by taking speed off. You can't fool him by movement. So Zach Grinky might throw a ball in his heyday, ninety-five, and a changeup, eighty-eight or eighty-seven or like maybe ninety. But as long as that sucker's sinking really hard, sometimes the hitter will go back. Did you just take like something off of his fastball and just throw a bastard sinker to me, or did he throw a changeup right there? And so some guys are able to get away with not taking a lot off their changeup, but it has to move a lot. It cannot be straight if you're only taking five or six miles an hour off. The Mark Lowe fastball was... Hard and straight. Very great. hard, very straight. Straight in the bedroom, not on the mound. Right, yeah, and that's why... I mean, like, did, did we lose the World Series because of him? No. Right. But he did give up some booty sometimes. Like, that yeah. did happen. Now, he, he threw some home <clears throat> run balls. But, yeah, so that's, I mean, pitching, there's so much that goes into it. And I do know, you know, maybe leading towards your next question, nowadays it seems like they want pitchers and pitchers thinking less and just throwing harder. Okay. Because I can't teach in a weird way. I know that driveline would say something different. And I think driveline has its, has some good things about it, has some bad things about it. But, they're almost like – it's like teams now are just going, hey, I can't teach him to throw 95. I can't take Mike Bask and say, now we're going to throw 95. God didn't make me in a way to throw that hard. He made me somewhere between 84 and 90 miles an hour. And so I have to I have to make my fastball look harder. If I'm throwing 87, I have to make my fastball look 92. How am I going to do that? Well, I'm going to have a really good changeup. I'm going to make sure that sometimes when they think I'm in an off-speed count, I'm going to throw a fastball. When I'm in a fastball count, I'm going to throw off speed, and I got to mix and match that. I got, I can't stay in the same routines or same type of sequences of pitches because my stuff isn't good enough to just get you out. I came up with CC Sabathia. You could know a fastball was coming, and you're still in big trouble because he's six foot seven and he's throwing the ball in the upper nineties, and you can know it's coming. But if he locates it well, you're still in big trouble. There. That's that's the like I, that's what I found is more of a key than anything is the ability to locate inside outside up down you know just all over right. the, the box 
of where you're throwing, like because that really does nobody can key in on things. Yeah. Mike they, Piazza would say, I can't cover the whole plate. Yeah. I just can't No, Mike Piazza is one of the greatest, if not the greatest hitting catcher of all time. And he'd say, I can't I can't look in and also cover away. I, I am going to eliminate one side of the plate. For Mike Piazza, he would tell me, taking out the cuss words, and he's a great guy, <laughs> and he's about to be on some show where he works with military people. Have you seen that? No, that sounds so interesting. Yeah, so he's about to be on some show, or maybe it's already started, but he would say, look, if you throw three pitches somewhat perfectly on the inside corner for strike one, strike two, strike three, I'm going to just tip my cap and say, you got me. You executed that pitch perfectly three times. I'm, I'm done. But I'm looking away. He's like, I'm looking middle away. And if you throw the ball inside and you miss inside, I'm taking it. It's a ball. So now I've put myself in a more favorable count. You try to throw that ball inside and you miss to middle in, I can handle that. I'm kind of giving you about four inches of the plate or five inches of the plate that I'm giving up and giving away. That's fascinating. But the other 12 inches of the plate, I got. And if you miss there, I'm hitting you and I'm hitting you hard. And I can. And he was kind of like, I can He's co- betting that pitchers will miss. Yeah. Miss. And, I can co- and he's like, I can cover another inch outside. You know, once you get two inches outside, you know, that's too tough to cover. But he's like, I'm giving up the inside part of the plate. And I'm, you know, I don't mind telling you I'm giving it up. But you got to execute that pitch. And if you miss a little bit inside, it's a ball. If you miss a little bit onto the middle of the plate, I can handle that pitch. Do do a lot of hitters go up with that mentality? That's a great question for today's hitter. And I don't know. I've played with Tony Batista. That makes a lot of sense that you're giving yourself some percentages that work for you. Tony Batista was the opposite. Remember, he had the crazy stance where it was he would his chest would be facing the pitcher and Uh then he'd close it off. I played with Tony and he was the opposite. He said, I want the ball inside. Not only do I want it inside, I kind of like it off the plate. Like he wanted the ball sometimes. He's like, I want it on the line. You know, the line that the Mm -hmm. hitter can't cross over. That's not even a strike. He's like, that's where I want it. I'm looking to pull everything. I'm not looking to take the ball the other way. If for like me, I could throw a changeup sinker on the outside of the plate three times out of my three or four pitches, Tony's like, you got me out. I can't hit that pitch. I'm not, I'm I'm giving that part of the plate up. So no matter how great I think like Tony Gwynn, Wade Boggs, today's guy, like let's say Luisa Rice, who just won the batting title, they still do have to give up a little bit. You can't with how hard guys throw, and even back in the day with how hard guys threw. You can't at a major league level cover the whole plate. You do have to give something up. Or at times you're like, I'm not going to give it up. I'm just going to battle. And what I mean by that is now I'm not trying to put a good swing on the ball. I'm just trying to put the ball in play. And that is where a two-strike approach comes in. Or a runner on third with less than two outs infield back approach comes in. You know what? I'm not trying to hit a home run. I'm not trying to get a base hit for the most part. What I'm trying to do is as long as I don't hit it right back to the pitcher or right to the third baseman, we're going to score a run. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to sacrifice myself. I think this is what's beautiful about baseball, which has been given up through analytics, is there's this beautiful word in baseball called sacrifice. There's sacrifice bunts. There's sacrifice flies. Sometimes you don't even get it counted for a sacrifice, but you sacrificed yourself. Runner on second, nobody out. You hit a ground ball to the right side. That doesn't count as 0 for 0. You sacrifice yourself to get the runner to third with less than two outs. But because analytics say sacrificing is bad, you know, and I think human nature, I know this, I don't want to get into religious stuff, but human nature says sacrificing is bad. But yet there's a lot of things that say sacrificing is one of the greatest things yeah. you can do. Yeah, no, but, I understand that. But numbers, human nature says sacrificing is actually really bad. But in the game of baseball, we've taken out a lot of sacrificing for the betterment of the team because they think over 162, it'll work out better. But in certain situations, sacrificing is good. I do agree with this because I know we didn't get to this question. Hey, we got we got plenty of time. 
is that some other day sacrificing early in a game is probably not a good idea. I do agree with it's a basic thing, but the first three or four innings, just moving a guy over early on in a game, if you're hitting a guy, hit him. Yeah. If a guy doesn't have his stuff and we're hitting him hard, let's not give him a free out. Let's let's not try to steal bases and get thrown out on the bases, and let's not try to just hit the ball the other way for a ground ball to second. Let's, let's try to score three or four runs here because this pitcher doesn't have it today. But – I think that there's some some things in baseball. It's a great question to current hitters. I think when we go to spring training, asking a Nate Lowe or a Marcus Simeon or somebody that we interview like that or maybe Josh Young, when do you sacrifice your game for the betterment of the team? When do you sacrifice your at-bat? When do you take a negative stat for yourself to possibly create a positive? It doesn't even – it won't even maybe into yeah. a, add to a positive. If I hit a ground ball to second base with nobody out and I move him to third and my next guy strikes out, my sacrifice is 0 for 1, and we didn't even score. So my sacrifice doesn't count in any way, shape, or form. But sometimes sacrificing is the most beautiful thing to do for the team. Man, I'm glad we did that. Uh, the C block was sacrificed for Mike Bassick baseball talk today, and it was freaking awesome. Coming up next, it is betting with Bassick, and maybe, I'm not really sure, some masterpiece of the week. Next on the fan. Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, Corey Majors, Mike Bassick, Reggie Atatula, all hanging out with you today. We'll turn things over to the G-Bag Nation coming up here in about 15 minutes. A conversation with them and heading to our weekend as the Cowboys and the Jaguars get rolling. Plus, man, next week uh, we're going to be having full content for you as we prepare to give away Cowboys-Eagles tickets Monday and Thursday uh, you'll be able to Tolo all week long right here on live radio and also be able to potentially win Cowboys Eagles tickets for Christmas Eve. That could change everybody's holiday. But right now, it's time for betting with Bassett. Mike, take it away. All right. So last week we went 0-4, by the way. But so, I uh, balanced out even. So I was pretty happy about that. So you're down $120. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin and I are tied. sound like even. I mean, right now. And I get to pick this week. You guys picked first last week. I picked first this week. I have two games. I forgot to text Kevin, so I don't know if he wants to pick a game or not, but I'm picking a game against him because I'm going to be honest. I love multiple games this week. Interesting. Um, The first game I love, I'm going to tell Kevin, he has the Tennessee Titans on the road plus three at the Los Angeles Chargers. I know that there's no home field advantage, but I don't believe Tennessee Titan fans are traveling to Los Angeles for this game either. So there'll probably be 20,000 empty seats. But the Chargers are coming off a big win. The Chargers are fighting for their lives in the playoffs. And the Titans have just been miserably horrible. They got blown out by Jacksonville last week. I believe they got blown out the week before. They fired their general manager. That hasn't seemed to help at all. So I am going with the Chargers minus three at home against the Tennessee Titans. I love that game. I think the Chargers win that game by a touchdown or more. Now, I'll probably be completely and totally wrong, but I do love that game. Another game that I really like, Corey, that I'm going to put on you is I like the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Tampa Bay. That's a 325 game. Tampa just looks horrible to me. I, I, I don't points. They're horrible. I just don't. Is it four or three and a half? I got three and a half. Yeah. So that's what I have right now. So I got to take Tampa Bay. You got to take Tampa Bay. They're they're home dogs. So a lot of times, like Gavin Dawson loves home dogs. Okay. They are they are underdogs by three and a half at home. Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay to me is just playing horrible. The Bengals are playing great, and the Bengals are fighting with Baltimore 
to win that division, to get a home playoff game to start the playoffs off, there's a small possibility. It's small, but there's a possibility if the Bengals win out, they can be the number one seed. Remember, they have the tiebreaker over Kansas City. In fact, when it comes to the two, th- the two or three seed, right now the Bengals have the advantage if they can tie the, the Chiefs' uh, record. So I, I think there's a lot that the Bengals have to play for. The Bengals are playing much better. The Tampa Bay Bucks are just horrible. And I get it's tough to win on the road. But I think the Bengals can win this game by more than three and a half points. So those are the two games that I like the most. All right. How's Carthage doing? Oh, my gosh. They've only scored a touchdown in the third quarter. Well, that's nice of them. And so 42 to zero. And there be, I, I haven't really gone and looked at a lot of this game, but I'm probably sure they're being pretty nice here in the second half. I do hope Wimberley gets a couple of touchdowns here to make it, <laughs> not just to make it close, but Kevin or Mike, you talked about losing in a basketball, uh, in your basketball playoffs. Yeah. You like being here at this moment and not even getting like you know you're good enough to do something yeah. and then you don't yeah. like that'd be frustrating. But I wonder if my buddy Easy Craig Thompson's listening. He went and played baseball at Stanford and played a little professional baseball. He was on that Lake Highlands. We were buddies playing baseball and played basketball. I wonder if he's listening right now. Like, yeah, I remember upsetting you, jokers. You do have to tip the lid though to Carthage for what they've accomplished today. Dude, they're about to destroy this. They've won multiple championships. Too. Yeah, this isn't their first state championship, but. Yeah, for those kids at Wimberley, just to, like, have a touchdown to celebrate a little bit today, just to be like, man, I scored a touchdown in the state championship game. I scored a touchdown uh, at AT AT&T Stadium. Would be nice for those guys. All right. I never do this. All right. I am taking the Cowboys minus four. I I really, I don't ever, I don't think I've bet on the Cowboys this year. I think maybe you gave them to me once. Nope. I have not gotten the Cowboys at all this year. Kevin likes the approach of. Yeah, I don't have you written down for any. Cowboys plus or minus. Kevin likes the approach of if they lose and I make $20, then I'm happy. But if they win and I lose $20, oh, well, it's the price of commission. I want double happy. All right. Give me two happies in one moment, Reggie. That's all I'm asking for. How about this? If I get my money and I uh, and the Dallas Cowboys win, that's double happy right there. Yeah, Ke- that seems reasonable. Kevin has only had the Cowboys one time this year. So I've been the one that's had the Cowboys a lot because... <laughs> Kevin had them. I bet against them, against the Bengals. The okay. Bengals were seven-point favorites against the Cowboys. This was right after losing 19-3 to and Dak Prescott being out. The Bengals were favored by seven, and I took the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Cowboys won that game outright. So, so far, the Cowboys are 1-0. and when Kevin or Corey has them. All right, so maybe we can keep this thing rolling. Have you picked real quick the score of the Cowboy game on the year? Um, no, I have not. Do you want me to do that right now? I'll, I'm going to pick 27-24 Dallas. As much as I, I love Trevor Lawrence, I think he's a, a future great quarterback in the NFL. I think the Cowboys find a way to win this game. I will go 28-24. That gives me the cover right there. That gives you a tie. I will go 28-22. All right, that gives you a win. I will take that. And somebody said, how many times has Corey called Mike Kevin Day? I think that was the first time. Yeah, that oh. was the first time. I, it, it I happens, didn't even notice it. It does happen a lot sometimes. Yeah, I think you do it reflexively because you've been doing that show with Kevin for over a, a decade. Yeah. I think you just reflexively, as you're making a point, just want to pose it to someone. And so Kevin is your default. And just, a lot of times I do talk to Mike through Kevin, you know, because of the conflicts yeah. and everything. Yeah. I'll say this, Mike. This is the first time my lips have been chapped all year. 
I have licked my lips today, and I've been like, I hope he's not looking. I, I, hope- I offered you chapstick, chapstick a, a month or so. Ago, I know you, you did. No. I, was, I was fine. I was good then, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to be okay. So I said, No, I'm good. Didn't plan ahead. The one day, me and Mike are working together without Kevin, and here I we have to look at each other a lot, and I'm like, Oh my god, is Kevin your chapstick? Uh, don't ever ask me that again. Ever. All right. Now it's are you texting is, Kevin to see if he's gonna uh, give I'll you? I'll text a, him while we're listening right. to the greatest segment ever created. Masterpiece of the week. She said list, list this. What's happening, gentlemen? Boop. Hello, Nothing. Reginald. Texting. Okay, fantastic. Are you one of those people that like if you're texting while trying to do something, the words will end up in the text? Yes. At times, yeah, because there's no such thing as multitasking. You're, you're concentrating <laughs> on. You can keep. You can keep changing your focus back and forth. Kevin doesn't understand that. He thinks he's better than every human. Sure. We have a segment called Better for Him, <laughs> but you can only do one thing at one time. I'll also add this, Reggie. I am, I am, and have always been. Turn volume down so that I can see better. Absolutely. While I drive. That's just science. That is, I've, it's not because I've gotten older. I was, even when I was, like, got my license, I had to do that. That's right. That's right. Or if I was playing video games, I would turn, like, Sonic the Hedgehog down so I could focus. Because if I heard the dings too much while I was collecting rings, screw me up. You can drive and text at the same time, but just remember, you're really only doing one of those at the same time. So don't drive and text at the same time. Yeah, like, hold don't, on. don't take what he said as an endorsement of what you're don't, don't do that. You know what? I'm going to leave it alone. Because when you are doing that, you're uh-huh. concentrating on one or the other. Sure. All right. I feel like I should start the segment because Masterpiece of the Week is a segment that we do every week in which we revisit some of the funny, stupid, or odd things that have been said on this program. Now, we could talk about, you know, the guys on the show and, of course, let Mike do his thing because he runs this. Um, but because Kevin is not here, I kind of want to antagonize him because he had Love a it. he had a fantastic guest. I mean, we all had did that he loves so much, and I don't think he's going to be able to enjoy this. Sting said a funny thing. Hey, I'll, I'll I'll let you put it on me. How's that? Okay, now now I support that a little bit more. So he loved it. I he, want. I just want to point out. He didn't out, want to put it on Sting. He wanted Sting to put it on him. That's right. It was like the flying toe grab, too. I believe is what it was. Which that sounds wild, too. Yeah, that's true. I'm laughing in the background, not because I'm excited for Kevin that he gets to wrestle with a wrestler. I'm excited. But I'm laughing because I immediately knew that was going to go to masterpiece there we of the go. week. Well, we fulfilled that uh, for everybody. Congratulations, Sting. Now there's there's just a lot of Mike in here doing Mike stuff. Oh, no. Uh, so we're just going to go at random. This is a good I, week. I haven't heard a lot of it. Yeah, apparently. Joey, apparently was, Joey was, was busy this week. He was. And this is one of the things that Joey turned up. Absolutely. He must have had a lot of heavier girlfriends. Because to put in that word, <laughs> like he wanted you don't to make think sure he was trying to. Like, to okay. You girls are overweight that are dating my ball players. Oh, my God. All right. So here's cut number nine. Usually this- that's not bad. We call those slump busters. <laughs> Mike, did you? You have to see how. (laughs) What? I see how what? We're talking about Mike Leach, man. He was he called their girlfriends fat little pigs, but the slump buster thing. thing I think is where a lot of people like they don't understand that concept. I don't understand it either, but it's that because you never had one. If you're, I had plenty of slumps, but no busters. Is all right. Okay. (laughs) All right. You're supposed to maybe, I don't know. They just say like maybe if you go get a heavier person to 
have relations with, you'll get out of that hitting slump or pitching slump. Could it just be like anybody though? Why did it have to be a heavier person? I don't know. That's I didn't make up the rule. I didn't see somebody bust out of a slump doing it, but they say you can do it, and it should help. I use that a lot around the house. I didn't make up what? the rule. What? Oh, that was about to say. I hope you're not talking about slump busters around the house. Nah, nah, nah. All right, fantastic. Who would I talk about that with? Your wife. Which one of the people that you live with would that be most problematic if, for you to talk about with? Lucy. Okay, fantastic. Because she'd run around saying it. And yeah, then I'd that's be true. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, much, no. Yeah, you'd be called. slump Get a call from the school. <laughs> It'd be weird from a... Mr. Majors, uh, your daughter's been saying something concerning. Uh, All right. uh, That trend continued because, of course, Mike couldn't let it go. This is how he does advertising. Do you need a slump buster? (laughs) (laughs) It's the most wonderful time of the year at DFW Security. You guys dared me to do it. I did. I didn't know how to work it in, so I just said it. What? That's what they told me. They're like, I dare you to say it. I did dare. I was like, like, (laughs) ask if you need a slump buster. And he did it, and it was so funny. Or DFW security. I love that he immediately goes into, it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Which, what's the insinuation there? Or that, like, uh, this time is, no. you're, you're, you're set for a slump in the wintertime? I don't know. You cu- I couldn't work it in. I just said it, and then went on to the first sentence of DFW security <laughs> and the holiday season. You know, here. like, when we do the Frankles and we'll, like, incorporate, we'll slide something in, you know, occasionally with, uh, with uh, our content. Mike mm-hmm. was just like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to get the joke in there. And he did. Yeah. He did. Um, we have a continuing uh, question on this program in this section of the program, which is, does Mickey know what he's doing? And he he tried multiple times to make sure that we heard this. They were Ten hoping for the, the tip. They were hoping for the tip, right? Was, I, I, yeah, it was just funny. Kind so of, many you people saw do. All, What's Kevin doing? He knows what he's doing. What's Kevin doing That's there? Right. That's right. I actually know because Kevin looked at me and winked. I was like, why are you yeah, winking? But he, I didn't hear him say wink. No, but yeah, I know because... He only does that when you're around. Oh. Whenever you're not around, he's like, he just does the wink. Oh, so the wink is for my benefit? That's for your benefit, uh, yeah. I think Kevin's winning, him and Sting. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you brought that up because Kevin said something else ridiculous. Too far. What? Too far! What? He was like kind of spanking it with his towel. Well, you know, you son of a gun. We're still not going to beat you and Sting doing <sighs> each other. Mike, you have pre-voted. You pre-voted right there in that. When I heard it in the moment, there's no way Sting and Kevin getting it on wasn't going to win. I don't know if Sting's ever going to want to come back now. No, he's definitely going to want to come back on the show. He sounded like a fun guy. Um, And finally, whatever the hell this is. Okay. I don't know. I, that's a good question. I, what I always, has more caffeine? I always put a couple of ice cubes in it and just drink it as fast as I can so I can be done with it. Like, that's what I always... I don't want it to be too hot, but I don't want it to be too cold. So you're just looking for the caffeine just aspect of it. Make oh, sure I, it's not hot so I can chug it. Yeah, I need it hot. What were you talking about? Coffee. <sighs> but I will also say there have been other occasions through the week where he has said that same line intentionally... But it wasn't about coffee. Yeah, I, like I need it, it hot. <laughs> Some like it hot. I like it hot. Sure you do. Um, Who wants it cold? Cold coffee? You, so ice coffee well, is fine. A lot of people like iced coffee. Ice coffee. Now, cold coffee that has been hot, bad. Like, Bitter, what about gross. today? It's 38 degrees when you wake up. Do you still want it cold? I cooled my... I don't want it. I want to be able to drink it fast. All right. 
So I did put some ice cubes in it today. And because it was so hot, I didn't even finish it. It's still in the car. So, yeah. I don't want it cold. You're going to get in the car and drink that coffee? No, I won't. I'm going to oh, pour okay. it out. All right. Gross. Wasteful. Um, what y'all voting for? Sting and Kevin doing each other. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll let you put it on me. How's that? Okay. Now now I support that a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Not a lot more. I think threw Kevin off there. Yeah, I mean, listen to Kevin, Kevin thought it was going to be putting him. All right. Okay. All Kevin right. We stutters, though. He stutters because he was like, hold on. <laughs> he wanted to be like, hey, Sting, guess what? You just made Masterpiece of the Week. But he couldn't call it because then Sting would be like, what are you talking about? I have no clue. Or maybe he would be like, I've been trying to get on Masterpiece of the Week what? my entire life. Oh, man, that'd been a great turn. You know what? I was going to vote for the, the towel thing. Yeah. Um, but now I've changed my mind because I think Sting, much like Mickey, wants to be part of Masterpiece of the Week. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll let you put it on me. How's that? Whoa. Okay. Now now I support that a little bit more. He does stutter a little bit there, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he threw Kevin off, man. That was a curveball right at him. All right, we've got a winner, so I just want to play this one more time. Do you need a slump buster? <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year at DFW Security. <laughs> and that's how we do Masterpiece of the Week. That is fantastic, Reggie. Very good job. And I also give some accommodation to Joseph as well for, for some sure. good work there this week. All right, coming up next, it's time to chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan. Yep, KNC Masterpiece is what I intended to say, but I wanted to make sure What'd that I could let y'all know that the DNM leasing crosstalk is happening right now. Gentlemen, how is you doing today? 
Excellent, Majors. How are you? Man, it's been a really good day. I uh, had band practice last night and sang a lot. What so are you playing these voice, days? Vocals, vocals and guitar. A lot of Robert Earl Keane music last night. Um, throat's getting a little dry today, so i got to work that out over the weekend see if I can... This is something I didn't know about Lube you. Move it up there, buddy. This is the second second practice. This is the second band practice. But it's a... Actually, you've uh, played uh, Warzone with two of the guys in the band. Uh, they're buddies I've known since right middle school. We were all in high school band together. One was a drummer, saxophone, and everything. So we were just chatting one day while we were playing Warzone and said, hey, let's uh, see what we can do. Let's rock. We're not that great, uh, but we're better than we thought we would be. So, okay. so we actually well, can play and complete songs. And can it we sounds- get a recording? Not yet, but okay. whenever whenever I feel like it's ready, I will play some it's stuff. Be sweet. Maybe I'll even see if uh, Spittle book the band for an event sometime. That would be cool. Yeah, amazing. Maybe yeah. maybe so, or maybe. Wait, not. so you're gonna make us listen to it? Yeah, it, Reggie, it's, it's gonna, gonna be great. great. If I'm not gonna let you listen to it, if it's bad, oh, all right. Well, that's fair. It has to be quality that I'm okay with, all right. Otherwise, I'll be like, why? Are, what are we even doing here? Why are we even putting this up there? Or it could be a funny bit where everybody just gets to laugh. Whoa. So. I don't know why I'm feeling confident about betting, but I am. So after betting two games, I'm betting a third game. Gavin, you say that you don't want to bet me, but I want to bet you. Bring it on. I am going to take the Lions. They are hot. They are playing great. They just beat the Jaguars 40-14, to and the Jaguars are one of the best teams in the NFL. Huh. So I am going to take Detroit minus one and a half going to play. It sounds like the MILF Hunter is back. Zach Wilson looks like he's back at quarterback because Mike White has the uh, brain injury. So I'm going to go with Detroit staying hot. And I think Detroit is. I couldn't believe this. Is this game in New York? or in New York. Which what's the temperature? It's probably going to be bad. Well, it's it's going to be chilly. It says 40 degrees. And what's okay? Is there something with golf and cold weather? Do we still ride in that thing? No, it's little hands. It's little hands. Yes. But no, but he tends, when the temperature gets oh, really, he does, he does do bad. Well, I, I bet it anyways. I'm, sti- well, I'm sticking. Well, I, I hate that that you did that to me, Mike. It's not very uh, in the Christmas spirit of you, but I understand. You know, okay. I just hate having bad, uh, money on bad football teams. You know, that's the way I look at the Jets right now. Jets bad football if team. There are seven and six with a good yeah. quarterback. Are they a good football team? Oh yeah, they'd be great. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you put a good quarterback on this team, like uh, you know Jared Goff. And even even that level, you'd be getting it done. And Zach, you wanted to bet a game against me, right? I did. I'm going to go with the Patriots plus one against the Raiders. Zach's I've, been good against me. I know you lost your hair on your back, which doesn't sound like it's turned out great. No, it's been really bad actually. <laughs> but you're up fifty bucks on me this year. Yeah, I've been okay. Double up. Go for it. Yeah, do it. Just double. Pick, no, a, pick no, another he's game. Up fifty. Like twenty oh, or nothing. Yeah, just, double or nothing. You put fifty you on this a- game. You want to put it? Bet another game. Bet another game. I dare you to bet another Ooh, game. Bet another game. What should we do? What should we? I bet. I I'd, I'd bet on the Bengals going to Tampa. I did. I, yeah. I, I He's already taken that one. That one's against me. Let's go. Uh, I'll go. Ooh, should I do this one? Yeah. Cardinals Broncos. That sounds like a great game to watch. Two backup quarterbacks. That's going disgusting. Right? No reason I'll to take, watch that game. I'll take. Oh man, I hate that game. Which Which team do you want to go? I'll let you take that one. Pick whichever one you want. I'll go against you. The Cardinals and Broncos. Yeah. I'll take the Broncos. Minus three? Yeah. All right, I'll take Cardinals plus three then. Right. Right, do you have do any it. money on the Vikings and Colts? I don't have any money on I'd definitely take Minnesota minus three and a half. All right. Can I, go, can I uh, get even with you on that one? I'm down 40 to you, right? Yeah, but if you win both these, we're even, right? Okay. Yeah, right, you're so right. So we got 40 yeah. bucks on the line. Okay. Guys, I'm, I'm kind of curious good, about... You, you, that's a good... See, I like too many games. I like your game, too. You yeah. took the Bills, right? 
I haven't bet that game. Ooh, I'll go Bills, Dolphins. Let's just go three. Are we doing the now you got a thruple going. Oh, I got a lot of betting amazing. going on. I'll go yeah. with the thruple. I'll take the Bills minus seven against the Dolphins, too. Look at that. All right, now I'm done. Who uh, who has a bigger impact against the Cowboys Sunday? Is it Trevor Lawrence or Etienne? You guys were talking about that yeah. in your show and earlier. Mike has a very interesting number that I'm kind of curious about. Because what happens when you watch them play, he's absolutely right. Etienne... When he does well, they don't win. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird combination they have. I kind of feel like that Doug Peterson's going to look at all the things that you've done on defense and take a little of what the uh, Texans were able to do, what the Packers were able to do, what the Giants were going to be able to do. I think they're going to come out and try and run the ball. I think they're worried a little bit. They're more worried about Micah Parsons than they are actually Dak Prescott. You know, when you start to talk about how, hey, which which is your biggest concern? They'll tell you – their biggest concern is Micah Parsons. So they're they're trying to figure out ways not to have to deal with that. But I, I kind of think that I think that the guy throwing the ball is going to have the bigger impact in this game, especially with what you have going on at left corner, you know. And, you know, you've got a couple of, you know, backups playing. So I would think that they they they're they're throwing the ball well. The kid's doing a great job. I think since week nine's what, ten touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, he's you watch all the big plays they make. The Detroit game was kind of a weird one. But man, when they when they really get going throwing the football, it's a lot of play action. It's a lot of movement. Uh, Evan Ingram is playing pretty well. He, Evan Ingram was not great for the Giants, but he sure plays well for the uh, Jaguars. So like for Dak and and Dak's having a good year. Dak his last two games, they've won both games, and he hasn't thrown a seventy percent completion, which is a very high completion rate. But for Trevor Lawrence, if he's under seventy percent, they haven't won a game. They're over. But in, if he throws a completion percentage of 70% or better, they're 5-2. and two. They've still lost games when he's been over 70%. But then I think it goes to show Trevor Lawrence, if he's on and he's just popping the ball, completion, 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 the Cowboys could be in big trouble. Yeah, we got to get back to uh, having the quarterback scared to throw against us. Remember yes. that narrative? That yeah. was fun. That was great. Yeah. All right, what do you guys got coming up on the show, Graham, today? Pure gold as always. Thanks yes. for asking. It is a Friday, so we'll have what you drink and what you're thinking at 520. Um, but uh, we also have Stephen Jones coming up on the show at 3 o'clock. We'll try to get confirmation on that USA Today story about OBJ with Steve coming up at 3. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just talked to Jerry, and then all of a sudden, there's that one looking I at know. us. He like, brought oh it up. Gosh. It was like we signed him already. Yeah. He's like, you know, I mean, when you get guys like Beckham and, and Hilton on your team, and I'm like, wait a second. Like, we looked at each other like, did they sign Beckham in this, like, 30 <laughs> minutes that we've been on the air so far, and I don't know about it? Well, Mike, thanks for working with me today and not punch me. Y'all have a great weekend. Right. We'll talk to you on Monday. Until then, we're the KNC Masterpiece. Bye. Say goodnight, Corey. Good night, Vicky. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.